Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, underage sale prohibited. Introducing Zone Nicotine Pouches, the perfect balance of unparalleled comfort, longer-lasting flavor, and nicotine that satisfies. Whether you're zoning in during the race or zoning out after a tough day at work, Zone gets you there faster and keeps you there longer. Available in seven flavors and in six and nine milligram strengths. Find Zone at zonepouches.com and retailers near you. Own your Zone with Zone Nicotine Pouches. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Good day to you around the nation, ladies and gentlemen. Hello from Charlotte, North Carolina, where some 90,000 race fans have gathered to see 40 of the top racing cars in the United States do their tricks for 600 miles. It is the longest race in the country. It will be before a record crowd. Rundown coming up for the end of this one. White flag is out. Richard Petty coming down for the checkered flag. It's all over. At Martinsville, Virginia, Richard Petty has pulled it off. Darrell Waltrip is more than a half a lap back in the second position after leading in the final moments until something began to break on the automobile. And here he is coming to the line. Darrell Waltrip will finish in second. Cale Yarborough will find himself in third. And the Virginia 500, 1975 NASCAR National Championship races history. The winner is Richard Petty. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live here on the Motor Racing Network. It's Thanksgiving week, which means it's time for our annual Road to the Cup special. Mike Bagley here along with the rest of the MRN crew. It is indeed a special week and a heavy week all at the same time. As you heard in our show open there, all those calls from Ken Squire. We lost Ken last week. Ken was a very important force, not only in this sport, but with us here at the Motor Racing Network. He was one of the founders and one of the founders voices of this network he provided us with a lot of memorable soundtracks over the years a lot of stories that he told and it's fitting in this 75th anniversary ken still lives on through his storytelling even to the very day of how we do things here at the motor racing network and we wish ken's family the best we're thinking of them we're praying for them and we hope you keep ken's family in your thoughts and your prayers we will definitely miss ken a very important person to the history of the Motor Racing Network. We mentioned 75 years, and we mentioned this special week. We're going into Thanksgiving. We're also going to take you back over the course of the last months that we have spent living NASCAR's 75th anniversary, which culminated into Ryan Blaney winning the NASCAR Cup Series Championship. We call it the Road to the Cup. Let's head all the way back to the first weekend of February, when, for the second year in a row, NASCAR took over downtown Los Angeles. Before the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series Diamond Anniversary season got underway in Daytona, the sport made its way to the L.A. Memorial Coliseum for the yearly exhibition race, the Bushlight Clash. It was the second year the event would be held at the 100-year-old venue in front of a crowd filled with both new and longtime fans. While this may have been a preseason exhibition, aggression was often in midseason intensity. 
A couple of Toyotas bring the field off of turn two and down the back straightaway, and Hamlin gets a little bit loose and actually gets into Bubba Wallace. Wallace tucks in behind Hamlin, and Hamlin missed his mark. He swings out wide, and everybody gets by. The race was slowed 16 times for cautions. At the halfway mark, one driver found himself out front. They are halfway down. Bubba Wallace will lead the field back off of turn number two, and we see the caution flag fly as expected. This is the halfway break. It happens at lap number 75. Wallace would be eliminated from contention after leading 40 laps following a late race run-in with Austin Dillon. With the laps winding down, the clash would come down to a battle between two drivers. Battle for the race lead off turn four. Heavy contact. Truex emerges with the top spot. Ryan Priest falls in line second. Martin Truex Jr.'s pass on Priest would be the winning move of the 150-lap exhibition and the first victory in more than a season for the former series champion. The NASCAR Cup Series regular season got off to a thundering start as the sport returned to the world's most famous beach and Daytona International Speedway. The wait is over. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The 65th running of the Great American Race. In the longest Daytona 500 ever, the race went without incident until lap 118 when contact from Kevin Harvick's Ford and Tyler Reddick's Toyota caused calamity. As lap 212 approached through two NASCAR overtimes, chaos would ensue once again, and the race winner would get help from an unexpected source. This will make it official. Stenhouse now three wide. Here comes Kyle Larson right up the gut. Larson looking to go up the middle and win himself the Daytona 500, but he's got no help right now. The challenge is for the lead. Joey, look out. Oh, they're in the wall. A.J. Allmendinger is in the fence. The entire pack blows up. We're hearing that it is official. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. has won the Daytona 500 for JTG Doherty Racing. The win was Stenhouse third of his career and was a perfect return of a renewed relationship between the 35-year-old driver and crew chief Mike Kelly, with whom Stenhouse won his two NASCAR Xfinity Series championships more than a decade earlier. It also gave manufacturer Chevrolet its 25th victory in the Daytona 500. Coming up, the road to the cup continues with the 2023 West Coast Swing. Wheelan Engineering, a global leader in the emergency warning industry, designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers and warning systems for the automotive, aviation and mass notification industries worldwide. Wheelan products are designed, sourced and manufactured in America and tested on site to meet the toughest industry standards. Wheelan Engineering, manufactured in America for over 70 years. We never left and we're here to stay. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Let's jump right back in to the road to the cup and head out west to the final race for now at the Auto Club Speedway. Ahead of NASCAR's visit to Auto Club Speedway, a major off-season storyline was the uncertainty of the property, as this would be the last event before the track underwent serious renovations. Another top story was Kyle Busch, departing Joe Gibbs Racing to join Richard Childress Racing at the end of 2022. With Busch now competing for a new team and owner, one question remained. Would his previous success at JGR carry over to his new opportunity? 
The answer was yes. In his first win for Richard Childress, Rowdy would have to battle back from unlucky circumstances to make a splash in the Paula Casino 400. A penalty being handed out by NASCAR Kyle Busch busted for speeding. After the speeding penalty, the team battled all day to get back to the front of the pack and eventually would do so at lap 165 as green flag stops would begin. Bush regained the lead on lap 180 and never looked back. Kyle Busch has finally pulled the trigger down the inside of Ross Chastain. Kyle Busch takes the lead. In his second race with Richard Childress Racing, Kyle Busch made a statement and did so at a track where he won his first NASCAR Cup Series race. His first win came here. His 61st win will come here at the Auto Club Speedway for Kyle Busch. New driver, new organization combination, and it turns out to be a winning combination. The victory was the 61st of Busch's career, the most among active drivers, and ninth all-time. For the 19th straight season, Rowdy had won at least one NASCAR Cup Series race, breaking a tie with seven-time champion Richard Petty for the series record. Late race drama would be the story once again, as the West Coast swing continued with a trip to the desert. Hendrick Motorsports drivers William Byron and Kyle Larson would pace the pack once again, as each claimed a stage. At his best track, statistically, Kevin Harvick would rise to the occasion and prove to be a force to be reckoned with. As laps continued to decrease, a caution caused crew chiefs and drivers to make a pivotal decision. The leaders would come down pit lane where the race off pit road would be pivotal for the second straight week. Right side tires only for Larson. Right side tires, Larson wins the battle off the road. It was right sides only for William Byron. He goes out second, Ryan Blaney goes out third. Man, oh man, Kevin Harvick way down the list there. A two-tire call from crew chief Rudy Fugel under the fourth caution would end up being the winning move of the race. William Byron goes back-to-back wins in the NASCAR Cup Series in 2023 and an overtime win. For the sixth clash of the season, NASCAR's top series would make its way down to Austin, Texas for a visit to the Circuit of the Americas. The outcome looked to be decided in a good old Texas duel between the two fastest cars of the weekend, driven by Tyler Reddick and William Byron as the pair exchanged the lead lap after lap. In the end, it would be Reddick who would prevail, winning his first race for his new 2311 racing team. Over the years, NASCAR's most exciting and identifiable racing has come from its short tracks. The sport's first visit to Richmond Raceway would be another example. Once again, the clash would feature Kyle Larson and William Byron battling it out through the duration of the event. Kyle Larson has yet to lead here this afternoon, but he may lead. Lap 124 off four around William Byron, and Kyle Larson has taken over the lead. The duo wouldn't be the only ones to join in on the fun. Denny Hamlin would become a factor after winning stage two, but his day would be plagued by a pit road disaster. With Hamlin out of contention, the focus was on three Hendrick Motorsports drivers. William Byron, Kyle Larson, Larson and Josh Berry, who was driving the number nine car for the injured Chase Elliott. Kyle Larson and his teammate Josh Berry. William Byron looking on, and they are going to go three wide into turn number one. Ross Chastain. Oh, look out. William Byron's around and into the outside wall. Byron gets clipped. After Byron's troubles, Berry would battle Larson one more time, but it would be young money who would reign victorious. The win was the first of 2023 for Larson and team. We will continue on our road to the Cup Special next.
care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The road to the cup continues with the spring short track swing. As we approach the quarter mark of the season, NASCAR would return to Virginia and historic Martinsville Speedway. Denny Hamlin established himself as the man to beat, but two late cautions completely changed the strategy of the race. The advantage on the half mile would come down to pit stops and tire gambles. Cliff Daniels decided to send Kyle Larson back out with only two fresh tires to gain track position, but Larson would then have to battle the reigning champion for the race lead. There is no quit in Joey Logano. He rides right with him off turn number two. Actually puts a fender back into the lead on the outside. What a drive by Joey Logano. What a battle for the lead. Young Money would stretch his lead to over four seconds, earning him his first career win at Martinsville Speedway. With a stint of short track racing in the rearview mirror, the next challenge for the NASCAR Cup Series was the 2.66-mile Talladega Super Speedway, and the contest was exactly what fans expected. The tension would roil with less Less than 10 laps to go as the reigning champion found himself in trouble. Trouble back straight away. Joey Logano gets turned. He's hard into the inside wall. Harrison Burton spins. He's hard into the inside wall. With the final OT underway, Ryan Blaney and Bubba Wallace, who spent most of the day up front, would get into trouble, parting the sea for Kyle Busch on the last lap. Wallace slams the door, goes up to try and block. We've got a car in the wall. Oh, Bubba gets turned in the face of the field. It is official. Kyle Busch. Bush has won here at the Talladega Super Speedway, driving a Chevrolet at the right place at the right time. Bush's car had just enough gas to make it back to the checkers for his second victory of the season. The trip to Kansas would be anything but tame for the NASCAR Cup Series drivers. It was an up-and-down day for most of the field, with tension getting higher as the laps dwindled. The next restart led to some of the best racing of the season. No contest! Larson with a power move to the inside to reclaim the point. Here comes William Byron, crosses over and goes to the bottom. Byron, Larson swapping the lead every lap at Kansas. Late in the race, Kyle Larson and Denny Hamlin took command. Lap by lap, Hamlin would reel in Larson, but it wasn't until the final circuit that Hamlin... Whoa, Hamlin gets into Larson! Larson's in the fence! Hamlin will make the move! Larson will regroup! Denny Hamlin takes the lead on the back straightaway and pulls away from Larson! Off turn number four, checkered flag in the air. Denny Hamlin will win the Advent Health 400 at Kansas Speedway. Larson wasn't the only competitor frustrated after the checkers. No Gregson approached Ross Chastain amid a media interview and did more than just talking. Yeah, Noah Gregson has made his way over here. They're going to have a few words and discussion here. They made contact with each other back early on in the race. They put Noah Gregson to the outside wall, eventually cutting down. and. There is a fight going on on the pit lane between Noah Gregson and Ross Chastain right now. After a wild and heated day, Denny Hamlin claimed the checkers as he ended a 33-race drought with his fourth victory at Kansas Speedway. It was throwback weekend once again at Darlington Raceway. 
as NASCAR celebrated its diamond anniversary. The highlight of the weekend's festivities was the introduction of the sport's 75 greatest drivers. Two-time Darlington winner Martin Truex Jr. was dominant in the early stages, taking the first green and white checkers. At the end of stage two, MTJ found himself battling for the lead with Ross Chastain. Chastain would go on to win stage two and hold an advantage late into the afternoon. On lap 288, Chastain found himself in another fight for the front spot, this time with Kyle Larson. Side by side into the banking of turn one. Oh, contact between Chastain. Oh, they're in the wall. Chastain and Larson are in the wall. William Byron became the beneficiary of Chastain and Larson's late on-track incident. Here comes William Byron out of turn number four to the chaos of the last few laps emerges as a winner at Darlington Raceway. William Byron gets his first win at the track too tough to tame. The victory was Byron's first at Darlington. The win also made Byron the first three-time winner on the season. More Road to the Cup next. Napa! Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shins that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. Napa! This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. The road to the Cup continues as the NASCAR world returns to one of its lost tracks for All-Star Weekend. The nostalgia carried over to another famous track on the NASCAR circuit. For the first time since 1996, NASCAR haulers headed up Highway 421 in North Carolina to set up shop for a race weekend at a revitalized North Wilkesboro Speedway for the NASCAR All-Star Race. For many years, race fans wondered if they'd ever see the stars of the sport compete again in Wilkes County. That dream was realized on Saturday, the day before the showcase event, as several cup drivers took part in the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series clash. But the emotions spilled over under the lights on that Sunday evening in the Old North State when the green flag finally flew. Daniel Suarez is on the inside of the front row. Chris Buescher flanks him to his right elbow. Field through turns three and four. Fans on their feet. Off turn four. Green flag goes in the air. We're officially racing at North Wilkesboro. Since his stunning 2021 NASCAR Cup Series championship season, Kyle Larson has made a habit of winning on every surface, at every track, in every facet of American racing. So it was no surprise to see the Californian capture the checkers on that Saturday, nor was it to see Larson's dominance at North Wilkesboro that Sunday evening. Larson overcame a speeding penalty to sweep the weekend and win his third All-Star race. Kyle Larson down the back straight away, ready to finish out a spectacular All-Star victory. All-Star winner, three of the last five times out. Take the check to the bank. One million dollars. Kyle Larson has won the NASCAR All-Star race at the North Wilkesboro Speedway in dominating fashion. This car was just so good. I was so bad uh, Friday and Saturday. And um, honestly, <laughs> I told my buddies, I was like, I'm going to run like 15th today. So, uh 
I mean, never. I think that just shows and never count out this team. You know, they even when we were not good in practice, you give them a night to work on it, they're going to get it better. So they got two nights to work on it this week, and that's why we were so good there in the the race there. So uh, a million bucks, third all-star win, third different track. It feels feels so good. Ryan Blaney broke a 59 race drought in a rain delayed Coca-Cola 600 at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Blaney's last victory came on August 28, 2021, when he won the regular season finale at Daytona. Blaney's win gave Team Penske team owner Roger Penske his first same year sweep of IndyCar's biggest race, the Indianapolis 500, and NASCAR's longest event. It's easy to get down on yourself when you don't win. And, uh, you know, you got to think to yourself, can I still do it? Can I still compete at a winning level? And so it's easy to kind of, you know, doubt yourself. Um, so, um, but at the end of the day, we all pulled together and then everyone in 12 group did a good job of working on things, you know, that, that we could get better. And, um, but yeah, it does, it does feel like an eternity, but I told, I told Jonathan and all those guys, I said, what a cool first one to get together. I mean, winning the 600, that is, that is a super cool one to win and um, looking forward to seeing those guys later on. The NASCAR Cup Series returned for the second straight year to Worldwide Technology Raceway near St. Louis. Winning the pole was Kyle Busch, who would lead the field in the shadows of the Gateway Arch. It is sold out here. Grain flag just moments away, and it's in the air, and we are underway. Bush, buoyed by his pole position, would go on to win stage one of the race, while Ryan Blaney, in search of back-to-back -back Cup Series wins, took home the green-white checkers in stage two. The caution flag flew a total of 11 times that afternoon, creating several thrilling restarts. With 15 laps remaining, Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlet went to battle. Kyle Busch from the outside lane jumps on the gas and the green goes in the air. This time he's got Denny Hamlin shoving him all the way to turn one. And that's going to give him the advantage into the banking of turn number one, but Larson still got a bumper underneath him. Let's see if Kyle can finish him off. He does at the exit of turn number two. Busch back to the lead. The caution would wave one final time on lap 236 when a broken brake rotor for Bubba Wallace sent the race into overtime. Oh, sideways, Bubba Wallace hammers the wall. He lost the handle going into turn one. Here we come, up off turn four. They can't get on the gas until they hit the Geico restart zone, and Kyle Busch is the leader. He's the one that's going to be able to do it. He does it as soon as he gets the zone and gets a good jump. Kyle Busch will clear Kyle Larson already as they race to turn one. After facing restart after restart, Bush needed to survive one more time in order to collect his 63rd career NASCAR Cup Series victory. Got the lead out the three car lengths, now it's four. Denny Hamlin rides second. Another five car lengths back to Larson and Logano in a battle for third. Back into turn three for the final time. Kyle Busch, the race leader. By five car lengths, up off turn number four. Kyle Busch looks up, sees the checkered flag. Kyle Busch will win the Enjoy Illinois 300 presented by Ticket Smarter at Worldwide Technology Raceway. In total, Busch survived five restarts in the last 40 laps to beat Hamlin to the finish line by 0.517 seconds. The victory was Bush's first at the 1.25-mile track and the third in his debut season with Richard Childress Racing. Bush had clearly solidified himself as a championship contender. The season-long journey for the NASCAR Cup Series will continue in a moment. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires.
From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Let's head right back into the road to the Cup as NASCAR makes history in the windy city of Chicago. In NASCAR's 75th anniversary year, the sport made history in Chicago. For the first time ever, NASCAR would host a national touring series street race. In recent seasons, the sanctioned body had made it a point to implement more short tracks and road courses, along with engaging with new audiences in non-traditional markets. Nothing was bolder than NASCAR deciding to race on the streets of Chicago in early July. Lakeshore Drive, Lake Michigan, and Grant Park became the backdrop to one of the most remarkable scenes in NASCAR history. Unfortunately, the trend of Mother Nature being a factor in summer races continued, as much of the weekend was awash and the Cup Series race start was delayed. But once the clouds cleared, it was time for racing on the streets of the Windy City. Single file, they make their way through turn number 11 and begin to climb the incline towards that Geico start zone to get today's race underway. The NASCAR Cup Series on the streets of downtown Chicago, Illinois. The Grant Park 220 is underway. Green flag is in the air. While the skies were finally clear, there was still trouble ahead for several drivers on the rain-soaked course. Pole sitter Denny Hamlin became the first to find out. Trouble in the kink. Denny Hamlin has slid off and into the tire barrier. Hamlin, who was driving second, went wide to driver's left. He bounced it into the tire barrier. And that was just the start of the entanglement between drivers and the tire barrier. Christopher Bell would take the lead on lap nine, then drive on to see the green and white checkers at the end of both stage one and stage two. As the day grew older, the risk of darkness appeared to be more than a threat. It was assured that completing all 100 laps wouldn't be possible. So NASCAR officials made the call to reduce the race to 75 circuits. I'm just uh, being heard in your and my ear, NASCAR making it official here that this race will be complete. We will end this race on lap number 75. The decision left several drivers who had just pitted at a disadvantage as the caution soon flew for cars on a different strategy. But this wasn't a race that would be decided on a call from NASCAR. Several cautions would fly as the laps began to tick down. The picture finally became clear as Justin Haley and Shane Van Gisbergen, a New Zealander driving for Trackhouse Racing's Project 91, were battling for the race lead with five laps to go. Haley has the number one spot as they storm across the start-finish line, and here they come into turn number one. Haley has the lead in one. Now watch Van Gisbergen. He's done some great work heading for turn two. He's going to try it again. He's there. He's got the lead in two. Shane Van Gisbergen to the point as they exit out onto Lakeshore. Haley would get another shot at SVG as Ricky Stenhouse Jr., became the final driver to pile into the trackside tire barrier. But it would not be enough 
as Van Gisbergen raced into history. Up the hill, headed for turn number 12. He'll stand on the brakes, downshift. Here's the car, sets it cleanly. Checkered flag in the air in his first ever NASCAR Cup Series start. Shane Van Gisbergen, the New Zealand driver, wins on the streets of Chicago. Shane Van Gisbergen became the first driver to win in his first NASCAR Cup Series start since Johnny Rutherford accomplished the same feat 60 years earlier. On a historic weekend in Chicago, SVG and Trackhouse Racing stole the show. No, it's a whirlwind. Um, unbelievable. Thank you so much to this team and the elation here. Like, what a, what a feeling. Five races remained in the NASCAR Cup Series regular season as the playoff picture began to take shape. The Cup Series headed to the Commonwealth of Virginia to race at Richmond Raceway for the second time in 2023. It was Chris Busher who led a race best 190 of 400 laps coming from the 36th starting position to claim victory for RFK Racing. Half a lap away now from RFK Racing rejoining the ranks of the NASCAR Cup Series winners. Here comes Chris Busher all by himself. Final time out of turn four. Off turn number four. The fans are waving their hats. Checkered flag is in the air. Chris Busher wins the cookout 400 at Richmond Raceway. The result of Busher's victory had significant ramifications toward the playoff picture. Busher now laid claim to one of the all-important 16 playoff spots with four races to go. Uh, I love it when it gets hot and slick out here. I like I like searching for grip. I like that line moving around, and uh, it made it fun. Um, you know, I just uh, I felt like the spring race were actually pretty decent, and um, you know, just didn't have everything go our way. And that was just textbook execution from everybody. Um, clean day, good strategy, good pit stops, good choices, and uh, and that guy's here to victory lane with our fast Mustang. So I, I'm uh, I just feel like the, the hot slick weather it, it just lets us move around, chase what we need to uh, have that speed in our race cars. Michael McDowell's surprising yet dominant win in Indianapolis tightened up the playoff bubble even more, leaving only two final chances to secure a win and a playoff berth for the drivers below the cut line. The first of those two remaining chances came at another road course, Watkins Glen International. Two drivers who needed that win were Chase Elliott and Daniel Suarez, but early on, they were still no match for McDowell. Here's the battle for the race lead in turn one. Michael McDowell opens the door to the inside. Driver's right on entry into turn number one. He's got the whole shot on Denny Hamlin. Now up through the S's they come. McDowell to the lead. McDowell looked like the man to beat for the second consecutive week. But pit road and mechanical trouble ended his day prematurely. With the front row motorsports driver out of the picture, the pressure was on for Suarez and Elliott to step up. But both encountered trouble of their own. Trouble one car out of shape in turn five right at the exit of the inner loop. It's Daniel Suarez got the inside guardrail. Everybody somehow will miss him to driver's right. And we are seeing the caution flag. And Kyle Ricky, you can tell us why. And it looks like it's because of Chase Elliott that has come to a stop in the area of the racetrack between the entry to the inner loop and the exit. In the second half of the race, it was Elliott's teammate, William Byron, who would take control of the event and never look back. 
and route to his fifth win of the season and his first ever on a road course. Checkered flag in the air. William Byron wins the go bowling at the Glen. Road courses haven't been our strength as a group, but um, we've been working really hard on it. So just uh, just really thankful for, for the whole group and feel like uh, this sets us up well for the, for the playoffs. While Byron was the victor, Brad Keselowski and Kevin Harvick both had plenty to celebrate, leaving Watkins Glen as both had clinched a berth in the playoffs on points, meaning only one spot left up for grabs as the series headed back to the world center of racing. Coming up, the road to the cup continues with the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Before we reached the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs, there was one final race to settle under the lights at Daytona. As the Cup Series descended upon the shores of Daytona Beach, Florida, for the regular season finale, the pressure was especially high for the man on the playoff bubble, Bubba Wallace. While it was possible that Wallace could be knocked out of the playoffs on points, the biggest threat to him not securing the first playoff berth of his career was a new winner. Entering the race, there was no shortage of 2022 playoff drivers who were in must-win situations if they wanted to race for a title. Two of those drivers were the 2022 winners at Daytona, Austin Sindrick and Austin Dillon. Unfortunately, both of those drivers were among the competitors eliminated from contention following a 12-car incident shortly after the halfway mark of the race. While that crash was wild, it wasn't the accident that this race will be remembered for. Late in the going, Stuart Haas Racing teammates Chase Briscoe and Ryan Priest were involved in an incident that served as a stark reminder of how dangerous this sport can be at times. Oh, look out! Trouble! Further back! One car is up and over! Barrel rolling down the back straightaway! It is Ryan Priest end over end! Side over side as the car breaks loose and now will catch flame in a horrific crash on the back straightaway. The safety of the next-gen car was put on full display in the aftermath as Priest never missed any time behind the wheel, racing the next weekend at Darlington. The caution that was brought out by the crash set up a thrilling overtime finish. While many drivers were looking to spoil Wallace's playoff hopes, it was a pilot who had already secured a playoff berth who captured even more momentum. But up front, it's Chris Buescher. And it is his teammate and Brad Keselowski. Here they come, back to the line. Checkered flag is in the air, and Chris Buescher is going to win tonight at the Daytona International Speedway. And Bubba Wallace taking a moment to just take this all in. Describe the emotion you're feeling right now. Oh, man, I'm just relieved. Apologize to my wife this whole week. I haven't been myself. and just stressing. <laughs> Ah, thankful that we're in it. As has become customary, the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs round of 16 started with the crown jewel Southern 500 
at the legendary Darlington Raceway. While many were focused on the likes of regular season champion Martin Truex Jr., top seed William Byron, and three-time winner Chris Buescher, 13 other drivers were hungry to prove that 2023 was their year. Early in the race, all three of the playoff qualifiers for Joe Gibbs Racing showed speed, but the Southern 500 is always a battle of attrition, and both Truex and Hamlin's crews had mistakes that you just can't make at the Lady in Black. It was a loose left rear tire on the first pit stop under that green flag exchange for Martin Truex Jr. He had to come back down pit road and they tightened it up. But costly when you talk about mistakes for Martin Truex Jr. Again, two laps down right now in 32nd spot is Martin Truex Jr. We saw Denny come into that unscheduled stop. It was a loose wheel, a loose wheel on that previous pit stop. And that is a costly mistake for Denny Hamlin and his crew. With the stage one and two winner Hamlin out of contention, the race turned into a battle between two playoff drivers who were looking for their first Darlington wins. While that fight was going on, though, three other playoff drivers found themselves caught up in an incident. That caution wasn't enough to close the gap between Larson and Reddick, as Larson was still able to win by nearly half a second and remind everyone that he would be a force to be reckoned with in the postseason. Larson is up there up front. Larson continuing to pull away, looking for the Southern 500. Here comes Kyle Larson. Joey Acock puts the checkered flag in the air, and Kyle Larson wins the cookout Southern 500 at Darlington. Race two of the playoffs headed to the Plains of Kansas, a track that earlier in the season had delivered a contender for race of the year. A fierce clash won by Denny Hamlin. Just like Darlington, early in this event, Joe Gibbs Racing looked like the class of the field. Martin Truex Jr. even called his machine one of his fastest ever. That was until a punctured tire had the regular season champ in trouble for the second straight week. Trouble turn number three, Martin Truex Jr. up and into the outside wall. Playoff driver number one affected by the wall in Kansas. Truex wasn't the only playoff driver to find himself in trouble, though. Trouble off turn number four. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. just pounded the outside wall. Higher down, and he's about to lose the carcass of that right rear tire, trailing a lot of smoke. He's on the bottom of the racetrack, not the apron. Now he'll drop it onto the apron and come into the pit lane. A right rear tire problem for Bubba Wallace. Boy, this is huge. He was running second. The race featured a multitude of different leaders, but Hamlin cemented himself as the driver to beat. That was until a late caution and differing pit strategy set up a thrilling green-white checkered finish where Hamlin would ultimately be beaten by one of the cars he owns. Eric Jones throws the block on Hamlin out of two. Hamlin tries to the inside but can't. Tyler Reddick will lead the field off the end of the back straight away for the final time. Out front when it mattered the most and here he comes off four checkered flag waving at the start finish line and Tyler Reddick will score the win in the Hollywood Casino 400. Heading into the Bristol night race, all eyes were on the points battle with Martin Truex Jr. and Bubba Wallace, both entering the race below the cut line. Those drivers were aided by trouble for other drivers, but put together solid runs of their own to advance. The other driver who was celebrating after the checkers was Denny Hamlin, who finally had his first victory of the playoffs. The four drivers who were eliminated afterward were Michael McDowell, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Kevin Harvick, and shockingly, 2022 series champion Joey Logano. The round of 12 started with an old-school shootout at the Texas Motor Speedway. 
Late Race Restarts turned out to be the story of this one, with William Byron becoming the first driver to advance to the round of eight by outdueling Ross Chastain and Bubba Wallace. Byron was the only playoff driver who slept well over the next seven days, with the wild card of the playoffs, Talladega Super Speedway, looming. As usual, Dega produced great racing, initially with Byron taking the lead in the early going. The next turning point in the race happened as stage one drew to a close. And here comes the red Chastain is around. He'll bounce off of Christopher Bell, up and into the outside wall. Everybody else will avoid. Chastain makes contact with the safer barrier. That crash put Chastain behind the eight ball in terms of the playoff bubble. With less than 30 laps to go, we found out that the Florida native wouldn't be alone. Trouble right here in the trial hard crash. Carson Hosevar involved in the crash. Austin Dillon involved in the crash. That broke out at the exit of the trioval. Brad Keselowski will pound the inside safer barrier. Ty Gibbs gets a piece of it as well. While much of the race was thrilling, nothing could top the finish that Talladega brought us on this October afternoon. One that saw a driver who was having a quiet playoffs loudly remind his competitors that he wouldn't be forgotten. Blaney changes lanes back to the bottom. Breathtaking racing to end the day here in Talladega. Here's Blaney along the inside lane. He's got the lead. William Byron right behind him. Harvick loses two positions. He's third. Racing off the corner for the final time. Ryan Blaney heads the field to the trioval. But the middle lane has momentum. It's Kevin Harvick. He'll pull even in the trioval. Here they come to the line. Checkered flag goes in the air. They're crashing behind them. Checkers is out. Photo finishes. Cars spin and sp- uh, hit the outside wall. Ryan Blaney by one one hundredth of a second will win the Yellowwood 500. Next up was a cutoff race at the always unpredictable Charlotte Roval. Entering the contest, Brad Keselowski was squarely on the plank, holding just a two-point advantage over Tyler Reddick. Reddick's road course prowess was enough to surpass the 2012 series champion and advance to the next round. Another road course ace, A.J. Allmendinger, was the driver who captured the checkers, though, in what turned out to be a very emotional victory. While Allmendinger was celebrating, Bubba Wallace, Kyle Busch, and Ross Chastain joined Keselowski in elimination from championship contention. We wrap up the road to the cup next. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This is it. Let's head back to the road to the cup as Susie Armstrong guides us through the round of eight and the championship race at Phoenix Raceway. The pressure-packed round of eight started in Sin City at Las Vegas Motor Speedway, where a race win could earn a driver a spot in the coveted championship four. Just as he was the first driver to win in the playoffs, Kyle Larson scored a dominant victory that earned him his second championship four appearance in three years. The next chance for the other seven drivers to solidify a spot in the final four was the next Sunday at Homestead Miami Speedway in South Florida. For much of the early going, it looked like Larson might prevent a second driver from locking into the championship four. That was until Ryan Blaney showed his prowess on the long run. Larson tried to gain ground on the Team Penske pilot heading to pit road but got a bit too greedy. Here comes Ryan Blaney. Here comes Kyle Larson. The call just went out. Pit now, pit now. Back up and Kyle Larson slides. He hits the barrier to the driver's right. Sand flying everywhere. It's going to be a hard 
And that will put us under the caution flag. A big hit by Kyle Larson as he was coming down pit road. He hit the blunt end of the pit wall, protected by the sand barriers. While that incident did nothing to impact Larson's playoff chances, incidents dooming Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr.'s championship hopes proved once again to be an unfortunate playoff trend. Joey thought about three deep. He's right up. And Steve Post, it looks like they're pushing Truex car behind the wall. Yes, they are. Something under the hood of this race car. Engine failure on it. James Small just said, cut it off. Let's push it back to the garage area. So a tough couple of laps here for Joe Gibbs Racing. All of that chaos brought a new name into the picture. And after nearly going a lap down earlier in the contest, Christopher Bell pulled off an improbable victory to earn his second straight championship four berth. Christopher Bell emerges from the pack. Christopher Bell's blowing them all away as he makes his way for the final time out of four. One year ago at Martinsville Speedway, he had to win and he did it. Today at the Homestead Miami Speedway, he needed to win and he's done it. Heading into the penultimate race of NASCAR's 75th anniversary season at its longest tenure track, Martinsville Speedway, six drivers were ready to do battle for two spots. Four of those competitors were more in play than others. William Byron, who had a comfortable points advantage, along with Brian Blaney, who was on the bubble, looking to hold off multiple-time Martinsville winners Denny Hamlin and Martin Truex Jr. Those two gentlemen looked ready to take one of the remaining spots as Truex sat on the pole and Hamlin won the opening stage. Blaney wouldn't go down without a fight, though, as he came back and took the second stage for his own. In the latter laps of the race, a surprising contender emerged. Off turn two, we got a Ford versus Chevrolet battle for the lead. The handle has begun to go away on Chase Elliott's Napa Auto Parts Chevrolet. The Smithfield Ford and Eric Almirola have run him down. Almirola to the inside. He'll take the lead. New race leader, lap 4-11, make it 4-12 now. Eric Almirola has taken over the top spot here at the Martinsville Speedway. Almirola, who had just announced he was stepping away from full-time racing at the end of the season, was more than motivated to go out with a mic drop moment. That motivation wasn't enough to stop Blaney, though, who tracked Almirola down, scored the victory, and captured a championship for berth. Here he comes to the back straightaway. He's got a playoff berth and a championship four run in hand in a turn three for the final time. It's Ryan Blaney. To the bottom of the racetrack, off turn four, off the corner. He does have enough Sunoco fuel. Checkered flag is out. Ryan Blaney wins the Xfinity 500 at the Martinsville Speedway. Ryan Blaney and Team Penske, part of the championship four at Phoenix. Jeff Striegel, who else gets in? Joining Ryan Blaney, of course, will be Christopher Bell and Kyle Larson. And by eight points over Denny Hamlin, William Byron will join the other three and race for a championship next week. The morning of the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series Championship race at Phoenix Raceway felt like the end of one era and the start of a new one for the sport. Kevin Harvick was getting ready to suit up for the final start of his legendary career, while Kyle Larson, William Byron, Ryan Blaney, and Christopher Bell made up the youngest championship four ever. While it was Byron who led the field to the green, it was Harvick who brought the sold-out crowd to its feet 
when he took the lead early in the going. Got a battle for the lead. Kevin Harvick in turn number three. Kevin Harvick to the outside. Kevin Harvick will take the lead off the end of the back straightaway. Harvick will be the first driver to lead this race that's not named William Byron, and he's got the fans to their feet. All four title contenders looked like they would be a factor early on. That was until Christopher Bell's day came to a premature end. Problem over here, it's Christopher Bell is in the wall. One of our championship contenders, Christopher Bell has pounded the outside safer barrier. He's got a fire, it looks like, on the brake caliper on the right front corner of that black and yellow Toyota. And we're under caution for one of our championship contenders. After that incident, the battle was down to just Larson, Byron and Blaney with Blaney and Byron wrestling for the top spot in the middle portion of the race. While Ross Chastain had emerged as the class of the field, Blaney appeared to be the best out of the championship four. That was until the field got bunched up thanks to a late caution and everything was on the line during the final pit stops of the season. Ryan Blaney comes to the attention of his Penske racing crew. They go to the right side. Goodyear tires are off the Ford Mustang. They work around the front of the race car. It's a four-tire change. Sunoco fuel for Ryan Blaney just a touch free and they'll send him on his way. He moves. The caution came out and Kyle Larson cued the radio and said, let's go boys. And Cliff Daniel said, what do you need on the race car? Kyle Larson said, I need clean air. Can you give it to me? They're in four-tire Sunoco racing fuel. First pit box is William Byron. The race up from Pit Road is Denny Hamlin. Eric Jones goes out second. Larson of the championship drivers first off. While Larson's pit crew was able to put him in position to claim his second championship, we hadn't heard the last of Ryan Blaney. Here he is. He's on Larson's back bumper. He'll go to the outside of Larson in three. He's trying to get in that clean air. He's trying to get on the outside of Larson to get that downforce, keep that speed going. That's what Blaney keeps doing. Oh, Larson almost wrecks. Coming past the start finish line, dead sideways. Blaney's up alongside him as they get into turn one. Larson dove down to the apron and nearly lost it. Now he drifts up. championship with 20 laps to go the battle for second is the battle for the championship the advantage goes to ryan blaney after that pass blaney just had to avoid a mistake and prove to everyone that he was championship material blaney did just that off turn two it's a yrb kind of afternoon it is ross chastain your race leader back to the corner ryan blaney your number one championship contender following him through ross chastain will win the season finale at the phoenix raceway and right behind your 2023 nascar cup series champion is ryan blaney 2023 will be remembered for many things. NASCAR's diamond anniversary season, the final race at the two-mile Auto Club Speedway, the return to North Wilkesboro Speedway for the first time in nearly 30 years, and even a first-of-its-kind event on the streets of Chicago. But more than anything else, 2023 will be remembered for Ryan Blaney's road to a NASCAR Cup Series championship. What a season it was with Ryan Blaney crowned the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series champion. It was a great year. We thank Susie Armstrong for guiding us through the journey from Los Angeles to Phoenix. I'm Mike Bagley for the rest of the MRN crew. We thank you for joining us this week, and we thank you for being with us all year long. We'll catch up with you next time right here on the Motor Racing Network. Until then, so long, everybody. 
NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Toyota. For the latest Toyota racing information, visit toyotaracing.com. Today's broadcast was produced by Trey Downey, Pat Jaggers, and Julian Council. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all of the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts and descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.